You're listening to Well I Laughed, part three of The Happiest Place on Earth, Am I the Asshole? It has been two weeks since we've recorded. You know, it's actually really shocking how quickly codependency develops. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were gone for seven days, one less than we thought, and I tangibly noticed your absence in my life. <laughs> It was great because I intentionally stopped <laughs> responding to, like, everything. Yeah. It was so freeing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I took a big risk. I really stepped out of my comfort zone by making that Reba McIntyre video. And people loved it. Right. You were on the plane. <laughs> and so your <laughs> silence for hours... Was deafening. Oh, yeah. It was actually a real <gasps> testament. It was like a test of my own courage. But as Brene Brown would say, oh my God. choose courage over comfort. No, that's probably trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't try and sell anything with it. So don't make it a sticker. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I would also say on this topic of codependency, what's really interesting is you guys leave once and I'm immediately like, miss you guys. <laughs> I was gone many times in July and I would get text messages from my being like, are you back? Like I... <laughs> We had different experiences. <laughs> I think it reinforces the idea many of us have about the podcast, about who is running it and who's just kind of excited to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. You were never told that you can't post on the story. In fact, I think my exact words are, you should post on the story. Do we want to get into exact words? Because I think no, the I exact, exact words are, <laughs> hey, for the first two weeks, how about I post on the story? And then after that, we can post on the yeah. story. And the tough part is, she's right. I was not ready for the big time <laughs> in early June. I've gotten, I've gone back to school. And it's so important to be yeah. a lifelong learner. <laughs> I'm fully in the swing. That's of. one of my, um, my uh, lifelong values as a lifelong PiFi is <laughs> lifelong learning. <laughs> is PiFi a sorority or the name of a professional development company that your engineering firm hired? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me being yeah. the professional development. <laughs> that sounds that sounds right. And I so I think we have a small contingency of teachers who tune in. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry that you are hearing people talk about professional development <laughs> in what is probably the only plan periods you get all day. I am sorry, but just know from the bottom of my heart. <clears throat> I'm just really excited for our time together. Oh, my God. <laughs> real quick, before you go, we do have a survey for you to fill out to let us know how we did. And then the real kicker. Okay, who's ready to practice? And make sure we practice with fidelity. <laughs> I'm not commenting at all on the effectiveness of those strategies. What I am commenting on is the commonality <laughs> of those kind of statements. There, are, yeah. Have you seen Avatar Last Airbender? Yes. <laughs> when, I'm an earthbender. When uh, Ju- Judy in the Earth Kingdom, and, and she's like, everything is fine. There is no war in Ba Sing Se. <laughs> yes. But you know it's based off of like a real thing that happened, by no? the way, right? What? Oh, yeah, 100%. That whole, and like the lakes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I can't tell you the exact country because I'm not remembering it. I don't want to just like pin that yeah, on yeah, something. Yeah. 
But the inventor of Avatar just fully lifted something that happened in a totalitarian state and was like, what a compelling B-plot in season three. (laughs) (laughs) It was very off-putting. You know what? It really kicked the point home. There is no war in Ba Sing Se. And there is no professional development going on. (laughs) 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 I think I said this. Okay. No, I didn't. I specifically did not tell you this because I wanted to catch your reaction on air to this. So, fun fact about me, I do not talk about the podcast at work. It is my prize and joy. I love it. Don't invite me to your dinner party. I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) But at work, I just want to be Mr. Thomas. Yeah. And my strategy is to just be really good at being Mr. Mr. Thomas. Thomas. And that really is enough. You know, like the job of being a teacher is already so big. Mm -hmm. So for all of the little icebreaker activities, well, I laughed is a series of words I have not said at all. And so one of my coworkers sat down next to me at the start of one of our sessions today and goes, Grant, and I could hear it in oh, her no, voice. Oh, you're immediately heart and palpitations. I go, yeah, and she goes, "Do you have a podcast by any chance?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> oh I <my> do." God. <laughs> and she goes, "I thought so. Your co-host is so good." <laughs> And she's right, but I was also really primed for a compliment for myself. That just gave me so much joy. And I was like, oh yeah, my, and I do that thing that I always do, which is tell the truth about you, which is like, oh yeah, Maya does like all of the work and is the visionary and is the spark and is the reason we exist. And then normally people go, well, Grant, you're also just so funny. (laughs) And this coworker instead said, she should think about TV. And I wanted to say at the time, we get it, she's pretty. But uh, that felt really aggressive when I was cosplaying, being humble. And so I didn't say anything at all. But I was like, yeah, no, my, my co-host is great. And I have a podcast. And please tune in. We have new episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> You're like, you have nothing to say funny about me? Do you know how humiliating it is to be like, no one asked me? And then the first person who does is like, so Maya... <laughs> All right, we can wrap it all up, folks. This was an elaborate plan to teach Grant a lesson. And we've done it. Am I being punked right now? Bring out the cameras. Worth it to meet Ashton Kutcher. To be fair, most of our like uh, like ratings that we get that are complimenting us as hosts are like, Grant is hilarious. And Maya has some really nice quips. <laughs> Like, that's the order it's always in. And whenever they're like, someone commented something that was like, when when Maya said this, I was like, you're listening to me? I'm going to have to talk over her more. I'm, gonna have to end that. I'm not just the buzzing in between Grant's words. <laughs> what? Okay, we have, a, we have a full video where we just full on admit that you're prettier than me. <laughs> And how important that is to everything. And I made sure that was a real, (laughs) standalone real. That got prime, prime slotting in the, that was not a double post day. That was just on its own. I mean, it's still true. It is still true. It was also funny. It was good. It was a good one. (laughs) My hair 
they're so tangled. I love how we managed to not really say anything nice about the other person. Yeah, you're all right. You're good. I mean, I... He showed up before the scheduled time. Okay. My today. work is apparently listening to this. So we do not... <laughs> we had back to school night tonight, and uh, I am feeling like I'm back at school. <laughs> to to be fair, he said he would... He thought he would show up around 7.30 right. because he had an event and wasn't sure, like, when he was going to be able to leave. So I was fully expecting him at... Or after 7.30. Casey was asking me if I needed help to find any Am I the Asshole content for the day. And I was like, well, I haven't heard from Grant, so I'm assuming I have a couple minutes. And I literally <laughs> turn around and Grant is walking <laughs> up to the door. And I was like, what the hell? I'm early. It was 7.20. And could use a drink. <laughs> And not because, was, not because I'm a teacher, but because it had been a 10-hour day. Yeah, and also, day. I am, I don't know what's wrong with me, per se. <laughs> I I gave myself a challenge to hike a hundred miles in it's a August. Lot of miles. It is a lot of miles. And do you know what's really aware of that? Hmm. All of the blisters on my feet right now. Um, my feet hurt a lot. And so I'm just kind of like yeah. physically tired. I am a little mentally exhausted, and yet I'm still serving podcast realness. I was in Iceland, and I also <laughs> hiked around 30 miles in the last week. I do not have blisters. I am emotionally tired, but that's because I'm back in the United States. <laughs> Which is good. I we're both, I think, yeah. really tired for this episode three of The, the happiest, happiest Place on Earth. Earth. I'm going to keep doing the target hand ladies. Target lady hands. Lady hands. <laughs> hand ladies is like lady hands is. I honestly don't know which one is real. More visual jokes. <laughs> no, You're welcome, YouTube. <laughs> um, so before we jump into the Am I the Asshole yeah. stories that we have to tell, I really kind of loved the stories that we've shared that you've now at this point listened to. We haven't published mm. the first two quite yet. That's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of Aya, neither one of us, from talking about Disneyland, which I know. is immediately what several of our friends asked us were going to happen. I when thought we you announced. were for sure going to do Disneyland. No, I, you know I love a curveball. And neither one of us shared any like actual like story from Disney. Mm -hmm. So for this, the like wrap-up episode. Now it has to be Disney. I will I just have I have one story from my own childhood. Actually, now that I think about it, it's a couple. Um, okay, so I was very fortunate to go on a family trip to Disney World when I was a child. Oh we went in October of 2001. Mm -hmm. And what was happening in the world around October of 2001, Maya? October 2001? Wasn't that right after 9-11? It was right after 9-11, <laughs> which is a freaky time to fly for the first time oh, yeah. ever Ooh. as a third grader. Like, eight days after planes are even allowed, allowed to back. fly. Yeah. But here's the thing. So, mom and dad were always, like, very frugal. They were great financial planners. My mom worked at a bank for a little bit before she had a career change with kids. Um, all of that is to say, this trip to Disney World for this family of five cost like every single mm -hmm. penny yeah. so i'm sure we did not have travel insurance oh yeah and so it was we will go <laughs> to disney world <laughs> i don't care what's that's happening it. in the like, world that's it. Yeah. Exactly. and so um one it was wild because all of our family photos from that look like we're at the set of the shining oh no because there's no one <gasps> in any of the restaurants that we are in because of course all of them 
canceled their yeah. reservations because you couldn't even fly into like five, six days before. Yeah. But mom and dad kept their hand on the trigger <laughs> and they kept like... it steady. And so that that is nuts. Yeah, and that's also meant crazy. that we got Disney World like, without like a lot of like the crowds or anything. And that is where this story comes from. You got the fast pass without paying for the fast yeah, pass. Yeah, basically, yeah. That's crazy. We, ra- we rode the uh, hard rock rock and roller coaster yeah. or whatever like four times in a row because there just wasn't a line you oh can't you can't do that these days folks you can't do no, it no you uh, can't we're on the ground floor <laughs> just like we are of the Finland conspiracy theory <laughs> oh you mean the thing that we just platformed <laughs> yeah 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 that was really that's our legacy um so <laughs> sorry I'm back so um eight year old Grant is on this big family vacation you know, obviously there's locals in the park, but it's not maybe as crowded as it might be otherwise. And we're at Disney World, and we go to, God, what was the name of the first park that we went to? It might have been, like, MGM Studios or something mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, eight years old in Nebraska, I hadn't quite yet been exposed to art the way <laughs> that I have now. And so a street performer is a really fascinating yeah. thing for, like, eight-year-old me. A hundred percent. I don't know it's a trap, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I'm watching, and it's these, like, group of women dressed up from, like, a certain era. I forget which one. Yeah. Um, like, maybe the 1940s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about who their dream guy is, and they're describing people in the audience. And then at the end, they go up and, like, give the guy a kiss on the cheek. Uh, okay. And it's, like, fun to, like, try to start guessing who, who it, is. it is. And eight-year-old me is like, I've played this game before. I can match descriptions. And so I'm like enjoying it. I'm having a great time. Yeah. And then this performer starts to talk and she starts to describe a person. And I'm having the hardest time finding them in the crowd yeah. until I realize it's me. Oh my God, I know. She's talking about me. And while I didn't have the word gay, oh, I did have like, the spirit of it. <laughs> Don't tell Ron DeSantis. Um, it's a Florida joke. Um, and she, I remember, like, turning on her heels in this, like, big green dress and locks eyes with me. And a spike of terror runs through my oh, spine. No. And I'm a young thing at the time, yeah. which is to say fast. And I take off oh my God. so fast that my mom can't even think to grab me before I run. <laughs> And I just sprint in the direction that I had seen my parents or seen my dad and sister go. And so I run through a chocolate shop where I see my dad and I like him yelling like, she's trying to kiss her dad. And I sprint through it. And mom is carrying like my four-year-old brother trying to catch me, losing the race. Greg, my father, love him to death, so confused. I run probably the entire Main Street, and then hide behind a mailbox. I don't know why. I am just, like, terrified of a woman's affection. And I stay hidden there until in my little, like, eight-year-old monkey brain, the danger passes. And I remember walking back up, and my parents are talking to, like, Disney security because they have lost their child. Oh, my God. More specifically, their child managed to evade capture. (laughs) 
And to this day, when a new person gets like brought over for family or dinner or something like that, this story gets told. And for a long time, my parents thought they got the last laugh. But then we all got really comfortable with my lifestyle. (laughs) And now I get the last laugh and I get a go. And I still had to come out to them. (laughs) (laughs) That's a phenomenal line. Thank you. Isn't it so funny? That's... It's our new catchphrase. It's funny Funny now. now. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, in a lot of ways, that little, like, nostalgic childhood memory is great. And also, my parents were so, so wonderful. What I'm trying to say is far more wonderful than I would ever be. (laughs) We were at Animal Kingdom one day, and there was this, like, souvenir stuffed zebra thing. And I was like, I think that's what I want. But we have a rule one souvenir on this trip. And I wasn't really, I wasn't willing to pull the trigger yet. Exactly. Well, I didn't see anything else that I wanted. And so on like the last day, my dad rode the Disney trolley with me for what was round trip, probably two and a half hours. (gasps) So I could go get this like stuffed zebra. We didn't even like ride any rides. I think we like saw a couple. That's such dedication To the point now where as an adult, I'm like, what did I do to deserve that love? That's, That's so, so kind. My mom would have never. My parents Same. would have been like, my dad went. now. <laughs> or like. No, that's true. Teresa yeah. would as well. Yeah. That's <laughs> precious. Last story from yeah. this. Um, a couple episodes ago, I shared a story about how I just always assumed mom was at Lisa's house right next <laughs> oh, yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. And that if she wasn't, I would just then ask Lisa, Lisa yeah. who's... Right, so my mom goes, oh, yeah, and just heard the story about how I'm a neglectful mother. <laughs> oh, no! And I go, okay, so two things. One, I thought I had framed you in a really good light. And two, I kind of thought you had stopped listening. <laughs> And so, Mom, if you have made it now a couple more episodes and that chase didn't chase it away, thank you for the wonderful childhood and the love and the support and the, like, kind of spooky Disney World adventure. <laughs> there is nothing like exposure therapy to get over your fear of a terrorist taking over your plane. <laughs> Teresa, he has nothing but good things to say about you. Like, there's, like, hours of evidence of that. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> She pinned onto the one thing. He's like, oh, so I was neglectful. But that's why I'm so funny. I yeah. think that's what people need to understand. I love it's it. the timing. Okay, so okay, cool. uh, so that's so that's my experience with the happiest place on earth. Did you ever go to Disneyland, Disney World? I went to Anything Disneyland. Fun? I went to Universal Studios, but that was like as an adult. That was like mm. a couple years mm-hmm. ago. And then I don't think we ever went to Disney World. We went to Disneyland a couple times, but I was so young. Cute. I don't really remember it. It was nice. Yeah. We, uh, I remember when, because we were still booking through like a travel agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they went to Disney World, um, I think Disney at the time gave them away for free, like a promotional tape. Ooh. And it was like a seven minute tape just to get you hyped for Disney World. And I think we watched it so many times we broke it. Like we got so excited That's for so the trip. That's so cute. <laughs> Oh my 2001 God. was a scary but also much simpler time, <laughs> which I think is how a lot of us think of 2020 now. <laughs> Ironically, Grant remembers 2001 fondly. Oh, and like vividly. <laughs> 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 oh my god, yeah. Well, do we want to get to what we have promised the people, which is a couple Am I the Asshole oh, episodes? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to let you take it away. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to take a breather break here for a Let's second. Let's finish your drink. There's a cherry here at the bottom, and it's the nice like maraschino ones. Yeah, you got it. You if you don't want yours, let me know. Okay, well... <laughs> 
Okay. You have a story. I'm going to show it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Am I the asshole for uninviting my stepson from our anniversary trip to Disney World? Oh, a little Ooh. Disney theme still. Yeah. I'm loving it. Okay. So say the title one more time. Sorry, let me log into this. <laughs> Am I the asshole for uninviting my stepson from our anniversary trip to Disney World? Okay. Yep. My f- husband, I'm 42 female, he's 45 male, had a surprise gift to celebrate our wedding anniversary, a trip to Disney World for the whole family this summer. Our kids are close in age, but have very different personalities. My son, 16 male, is an extrovert and has a very active social life and does a lot of activities. My stepson, 17 male, is an introvert that prefers to stay home and does not have much going on in his life outside of school. They still have a good relationship, even playing video games together sometimes. My son was not on board with the Disney World idea at all. He had not he had no interest in doing this kind of trip with his family and was especially upset because it would make him miss out on his current girlfriend's birthday. Mm-hmm. He was really angry about the situation, yelling at me multiple times, demanding to stay home instead of going to the trip and accusing us of ruining his life. I on- love teenagers. Oh my god. I <laughs> don't. Um, On the other hand, my stepson was really excited about the trip. My husband is used to having a kid with no friends when doing plans like this, so he didn't expect my son's reaction. Mm. I felt that going just with my stepson would be anticlimactic and wouldn't fulfill the original idea of it being a trip for the whole family. I also didn't want to leave my son fully alone with all the house to himself. We decided to leave them both. So my stepson can keep an eye on my son's behavior while me and my husband have a romantic trip for just the two of us. My stepson is sad because he wanted to go on the trip, but my son is happy about the new plan. My stepson was more intense about his disappointment at first, crying and whining a lot, but he has mostly calmed down by now. I asked my son to try and include his stepbrother a little in his social life while we are out so he wouldn't be so lonely, and he said he would try to. My husband feels bad for his son being sad, but I am convinced this is the best solution for everyone. Am I the asshole? Yeah? Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. You uninvited one son because the other one didn't want to go? Was bitching about it? And now you want them to be close? And now you're like, oh, well, will you invite your stepbrother to do things? Hey, you know there's no way that's going to happen. You're here to make sure you are a living cock block for us. Yes. But the person you're blocking, we want him to bring you along to places. We want him to be happy, primarily. I, also, I mean, I hate to say the quiet part out loud, Yeah. but it sounds like she didn't really care if the stepson the step was there at uh, or not, you know? Yeah. Like, the stepson was fine when she also had a son there. Yeah. But now that her... Her son. First son, right, her son, her first son, isn't going to be there, well, then I don't really want any kids there. And I'm all for romantic yeah. weekends. I've gone on plenty of solo trips. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that was a little too real. Uh, <laughs> had a bad aftertaste for cramp. <laughs> it wasn't it was just that the truth of it. You know, yeah, they're, no, they're I really gonna stand there. Um yeah, it's like what's the dynamic that you want to cultivate between your two sons? That gives like evil stepmother Cinderella yes. vibes yes, it big does. time. Like it's very obvious she is more worried about her son's interests than her stepson's. Right. So much so that she's willing to alter plans to keep her son happy and make her stepson unhappy? Right. To like, the point where it's like, listen, I if the step if the if 
her first son doesn't want to go. Mm-hmm. I get feeling weird about letting him stay, mm-hmm. especially if he's still in high school, right? You could be like, hey, fine, if this trip isn't for you, okay, yeah. we are not going to leave you unsupervised. Mm-hmm. And so your option is like this, or you can come with us to Orlando and then stay at the hotel the entire yeah. time. Or you don't have to be at the trip. Like, we can help make you celebrating your girlfriend's birthday special in a way that, like, is conducive to, like, our like whole schedules. we get back, right. we can celebrate. Yeah. But you can't be like, oh, you don't want to go because the first girl who's ever held your hand turns yeah. 17 while we're gone? Okay, well, that makes sense. Stepson, you can't go to the happiest place <laughs> Everyone suffers. Hey, stepson, who, as her dad, as his dad said, is used to not having any, any friends. friends. Yeah, that's actually also like so sad. So sad that he, they know he doesn't have friends. Yeah, and they're like, here's the one thing that you were really excited to do. You can't have it anymore. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, remember that relationship you thought you had with us? Psych. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. I also think. Maybe, like, I mean, obviously, you and I have different family dynamics. Yeah, And I think even within our family dynamics, we have different relationships with different people. I think you can love a person in your family, and that can be expressed differently than how I love a different person. Yeah. Like, infamously, when I call home, it is my mom and I and my dad in the background. Yeah. Like a backup singer on a Drake album. Yeah. (laughs) No way. Proud of you. Love you, son. Right? And like, good. Yes, yes. that's a healthy dynamic. Yeah. Mom and I are talking about our work environments yes. right now. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, my brother and I spend time together in a different way than my sister and I do. Yeah. You know? 100%. And love should be elastic in that way. Yeah. And also, famously child averse as well. But it's not like bringing your stepson means you can't have a romantic evening or a dinner. Exactly. Like, I... Being 17 is at the still, because that's how old the sons yeah. are, right? Mm-hmm. It's still a universal experience. If you gave me $200 and dropped me off at a mall, mm-hmm. yeah, I can find three hours worth of things to do. Like, I, uh, yes. even the least creative kids with the right amount of cash, obviously not every family can do that, but you're going to Disneyland. So we're yeah. assuming some kind of, like, wealth flexibility You could have here. dropped me off at Brookstone yeah. in the late... Like 2010s, I would have sat in one of those chairs yes. and then played with all the little thingamajigs for like two hours. Do you know what I actually want to do this weekend, kind of regardless of everything? Go to a movie, sit in a massage chair, get a pretzel, a soft pretzel from the mall. That's that sounds... four hours worth of activities. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> easy. Yes. And after dinner and alone time, what are you going to do with the other three hours and 15 minutes with your husband, you know? Like exactly. You, you don't even need the amount of time you can buy. Also, <laughs> Why are you sending your 17-year-old son to mm. look after your 16-year-old son? Have you what there's that John Mulaney um, comedy special where he's like the concept of babysitting is so weird. Like you're asking a horse to watch your dog. <laughs> Something like that. John Mulaney leans hard in on the horse analogies. <laughs> Worse than a hospital. hospital. Yes. There's also that episode of Bob's Burgers yeah. where they keep hiring like the same babysitter, and she's yes awful. I love her. She's like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here, and she just like sits and stares at the blank yeah, and TV. Yeah. Louise is like, do you want the TV on? <laughs> like when the Belcher children are so sad watching it, they turn it on <laughs> for, for her. her. Yes. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Look, you know, babysitting in general is just so weird. So strange. Because do you know what parents love to do? They'll be like, Grant, this is Grant, this is Lauren. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and they're like, you Your know, babysitter. Lauren, she was 17 when you were eight. And I was like, well, that's not a connection at all. <laughs> At eight, I would have never been like, Lauren, I hope we run into each, each other, other again, again yeah. when you're an orthodontist and I'm <laughs> like a college student. Like, what is this supposed to mean? This doesn't mean anything. Like, I know she was the eldest daughter of your friend in the neighborhood. Yep. Means nothing to me. I feel that. I feel that. I know I had like a girl crush. And mm. honestly, girl looking crush. Yeah, <laughs> on like my first babysitter and her name was Christina. And mm. she was the reason that I wanted to be named Christina. I was already Are named you Maya. the main character <laughs> of the movie Lady Bird? You a know that's bit. Lady Bird's name. Yes. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Do you remember that? I watched it once, but it was a good movie. Um, that's all I know about her. And every once in a while, my parents will be like, oh, she's like doing this. And I'm like. She's doing great. And you're like, I okay. guess I'm rooting for her. Well. <laughs> um, did you ever do any babysitting yourself? Yeah, a couple times. N- completely uneventful? Yeah, I. the most eventful was I did like a little babysitting at the barn that I rode at. And mm. I would watch people's kids while they went and rode their horses. And there was this lady who had... A very temperamental horse, and so she had to spend a lot of time with him. Ironically, she also had some very temperamental children. <laughs> okay, so there's a common denominator. Yeah, <laughs> they were two and four at the time, and the four-year-old was fine. It was the two-year-old. The two-year-old knew enough English, mm, and like they could always do. Yeah, could definitely <laughs> understand me, but chose exactly when not to, Correct. and it was infuriating. Kids like that end up getting kicked by horses. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why I was there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because that kid would be like, I want mommy or whatever. And mm. we would have to go like f- find her with her like massive horse. Sure. And be like, see, mommy's over there. Okay, let's go back. You got to appreciate the like commitment to your principles when you're so easily picked up. You know, like when you have z- almost <laughs> zero body autonomy. <laughs> Your dog? Yes. yes. Um, the first and probably only time I've ever experienced discrimination was <laughs> when I was trying to get babysitting jobs. Oh, yeah. Listen, this is a finished product, <laughs> which meant there were like stages, metamorphize of yeah. this. And one of those versions was really into teaching vacation Bible school. Ooh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And while that was fun at vacation Bible school, it was weird and untrustworthy as like a regular <laughs> babysitting job during the summer. I wonder why. <laughs> I I get it. Both, <laughs> both for my gender. Yeah. And I gave off a weird vibe. Like, I'm sure I did. But if you would have was, seen his hairline, you would get it. <laughs> it would have been insane. It was insane. <laughs> I look younger now than I ever have. And I'm bald. Um, That's true. I had, like, one kid who was, like, a hyperactive boy. And so to have a boy babysitter, yeah. he would listen to me because misogyny is ingrained, mm. like, deep, you 100%. know? Um, and that was my only babysitting gig. And yeah. it was, I mean, he was great. I remember yeah. being tired of it. Um, even at the time being like, God, this kid kind of always needs to be watched, you know? Yeah. Um, family was really lovely though, yeah. you know, it, and also it wasn't the kid's fault. It was just the fact that I had to be responsible for mm. a child, yeah. like outside of a classroom where yeah, I was like, much. I don't, this isn't for me. Yeah. 
There were a couple girls um, in my sorority that got like nannying gigs. Yeah, because I didn't get them. I'm yeah, <laughs> well, I like I never had the time to get it to have a nannying gig, but those gigs sounded mm. so like you just had to organize your class schedule so that right. you didn't have classes on whatever days you needed to nanny. They got paid so much money. I feel like there's two categories of that kind of job, yeah. where it's what you just described, or it's the like we will pay you. Eight dollars a week for this full time yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you cannot bring any wheat into this house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they well, the nannies that got hired out of mines were usually like also tutors. Mm. And so that's I think where that's a, that's a good line to blur. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, one of the comments on this "Am I the asshole?" is "You're the asshole." What in the evil stepmother vibes is this? <laughs> You're punishing your stepson because of your son's behavior. Will he need to sweep the fireplace too while he's home? <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone just agrees. She's the asshole. I had so obviously Cinderella. And yeah. There's that moment where the mouse is carrying all the cheese, yeah. and he has to use his chin to hold yes. it. Yes. I brought in Starbucks for a couple oh. coworkers today, <laughs> and I had to open the door at one point. And every time I do that, I just think of like the mouse. Gus Gus. <laughs> yes, Gus Gus and his little crop top, because that's what they were wearing. <laughs> it's true. Um, and like trying to like balance everything. Yeah. And I I just trust my chin in that moment to you be okay. You do. No, yeah, I do absolutely. too. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I really enjoyed that. Am that I was the a good asshole? One. This one, I remember reading it at the time, being like, "Oh, fun," and like maybe controversial. And now. No memory of it at all. <laughs> um, oh, right, okay. So we're talking about happiest place on earth. Okay. And I think for both you and I, mm -hmm. that's home. That's the beautiful home we have curated specifically for ourselves. Mine currently is still in Iceland. She went to Europe and it changed her life. She'll talk to you all about it. About Take it. me back. <laughs> I'm really sad. The sheep there... The sheep in Iceland, just like Rome. Was it Iceland or 24-hour sunlight? It wasn't 24 hours. How many hours was it? Like 20. Okay, so it was like a <laughs> lot of sunlight. It was a lot of sunlight. Do you know how hard it is to be sad during the middle of the day? I do. I have summer break every year. <laughs> do you know how hard it is to be sad when your every need is taken care of <laughs> by these adult summer camp counselors? I love counselors? how educated you are, and your big takeaway is like, kind of be a kept woman. <laughs> I honestly learned some things about myself this week. One being, I want to squish a sheep so bad. Like in a positive no, way? No, just, I just want to... Okay, like fluff it a little yeah, bit. Just fluff it. You don't want to like kill a sheep. You no, 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 no. Okay. It actually really turned me off from ever eating lamb again. Oh, really? The lamb is they like... They get old. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong, but I just don't want to do it anymore. Um, but in Iceland, they just like let their sheep free roam mm, sure. throughout the entire summer. And so we were at this like very famous waterfall. There's like a sheer cliff right. on one side and there's just sheep on it. And we're like, what the hell? And everyone's like, oh, they'll be fine. They're there all the time. And so every year at the end, they like literally are just in the mountains and like on the coast. There's sheep everywhere. And like in September every year, there's like a countrywide event where everyone goes and just herds the sheep mm. in. And then they put them in the, like this big pen. And then you like go in the center of the pen and you like look at the like tags and you organize the sheep by like what farm they go to. And then they live at their farm for the winter. I love that Iceland is small enough to do group projects. But, I mean, it's like still separated kind of by region, sure. but like 
amazing. It's like a simpler life. Yeah, and we Do talked you... to a couple Icelanders, and they're like, they'll tell you it's because like free range sheep, it's like better for the sheep. But honestly, they do it because every year at that event, everyone gets so drunk. I love that. <laughs> If you've ever been to a harvest festival, you yeah, understand exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It's like basically like that, except there's more sheep wrangling. Well, if it makes you feel good, chickens are miserable creatures a lot yeah. of the time, so eat them nuggets. You're totally fine there. Yeah, I've never really felt bad about chickens. They're kind of dumb, but <laughs> the smarter they are. Sheep I'm... are also pretty dumb. Okay, but they're really freaking cute. Okay, so <laughs> Maya will decide if you live or die if you move her cold, cold heart or not. And I do like chickens, actually. There was I had a friend that had chickens in college, and one time, me and Tyler Pritchard actually went to a not karaoke Tyler. night. We were at a karaoke night at our like town, or like college town, and our friend Brock had these chickens, and he invited us over after the bar closed, and so we came over, and it was like walking distance from the bar, and he took us out back. Everyone was inside like playing Mario Kart or something and he took us out back to his chicken coop and like no words were really exchanged. I just remember he just quietly, handed like... me and Tyler each a chicken <laughs> and we were just sitting there and you put their heads close to each other because that makes them comfortable and they were sure. just like cooing. It was like... Why do I feel like... It was amazing. Because I feel like animals can pick up on energy so I think your chicken was fine but like Tyler's chicken <laughs> Tyler's had chicken. to be a little nervous, right? Yeah, probably. Also, I want to point... So first, the two things. For those of you who live in cities, your municipal code probably allows you to own mm -hmm. way more chickens than you think it does. <laughs> so if you want to pause and Google something, Google that right now. Number of chickens I can own, own in, name of city, yeah. Denver. I think Denver's like six yeah, at you least. Can own. That's a flock of chickens. <laughs> Second, I wanted to be like, okay, well, that's enough Iceland talk. But it's the happiest place on earth. And you came back from a Nordic country and you're like, guys... I just got it all figured out now. I love, I love it there. It was, it was, although I did eat fermented shark and that was a very strange experience. I'm sure it was, but you got to do it. Like you got to have, have to do it while like you're you there. It's like you eat panda when you're in Asia, you have fermented, I'm kidding, you do not eat panda. The <laughs> face like, you made, like you believed me for I a second. I was like, is, well, you're typically more educated this in like the civics. <laughs> I don't know about that, Grant. I've been bamboozled by you one too many times. Oh, I know. The amount of times I rewatched you watch Lee get bamboozled. It's like watching a kid unwrap a present at Christmas. I'm so excited. And just like, I just love seeing the joy on her face. Limp Throat, you found your happiest place on earth and it's a Nordic country. Yeah, okay, do you actually know what Icelandic is super familiar, like similar to? Japanese. <laughs> it's a reference to episode 13. And it's Finland, actually. <laughs> Which is also a Nordic country. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, before I get cut off, I'm going to go ahead and read mine now. I'm going to turn off the recording. Maya always just pulls up the story on Am I the Asshole, but my weird trust issues requires me to take screenshots of it. That's fair. So, um, about 20 minutes ago, I said, our happiest places are our homes. Yes. And that's the setup for this story. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend her home decor is the reason I won't host a work gathering at her place. Yikes. <clears throat> I already know the answer. <laughs> I, male 32, have been with my girlfriend, female 29, for over a year now. She's smart, funny, a bit quirky, and has a serious job with a good salary. She's Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> we have a great time together and generally get along really well. 
The only thing is her choice of home, and then he already puts it in quotes, decor. It's bizarre, to put it frankly, and not something you think a normal, grown adult would be into. Can I probably just give you a trigger warning now? We're about to hit a lot of our listeners' hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Her apartment is definitely a reflection of herself and her interest, which apparently he loves. Not in the best way, though. My girlfriend has a wall dedicated to animation in one room of her apartment, like Futurama pieces and etchings of some weird triangle guy. Then there's the wall of frame-preserved insects in another room. But not insects like butterflies or moths. Instead, she displays tarantulas, beetles, and large stick insects. Her bathroom has a subtle theme of the ocean. Pretty common. (laughs) But instead of starfish or shells, she has little anglerfish. She has a little anglerfish nightlight a small vampire squid painting, and then a framed diagram of what apparently is a goblin shark right by the toilet. I don't even know what a goblin shark is. (laughs) I would say a majority of her home decor and furnishings are okay. The apartment itself is very modern and sleek. It's just the random decor and juvenile-ish things like cartoons, insects, and bizarre ocean creatures that is off-putting. This is... Oh, okay. We just Googled Goblin Shark. I get it. Okay, I'm a bit on the fence. I'm a bit on the fence. This is where I might be the asshole. I avoid bringing people over to her place, especially people from my job, because of how juvenile it looks. Everyone's impressed when they see the high-rise, but that quickly fades once you enter. The one time I brought a work colleague over, they ended up telling me after they found her insect wall terrifying. I work in finance and appearances and first impressions are important. My office will hold casual gatherings where we get together for a few drinks, good food, and we rotate hosts. And this time, it's my turn. The problem is my place is under some construction and not an ideal place to gather. So I've been staying with my girlfriend. My girlfriend suggested that we host my colleagues here since she has the space and thinks it'll be fun. I told her I planned on skipping my rotation and seeing if the next person would be okay with hosting early. She kept pressing on why I didn't want them over here. So I finally said it's because her home decor is strange and not something a grown woman would have. And also that her insect wall horrified the one colleague that did come over. My girlfriend got mad and said at the end of the day, it's not my space and these things bring her joy. She also said that she is indeed an adult woman, which is exactly why her apartment is decorated in such a manner. I love my girlfriend, I do. And it's okay to have different interest, but does an adult really need to decorate with them besides a few things here and there? I mean, my own mother asked if my girlfriend was autistic after she saw the apartment for the first time. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? I have a lot of follow-up questions. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Sorry that was also kind of a long read, but that was a a rich and detailed story. Okay, here are my stipulations. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
I love my decor. Mm. <laughs> if you can't tell, this massive. Oh, are dome. you engaged? No, I'm putting it up to get the because it the camera catches the reflection of the ring light and it oh. messes with the focus. So yes, I'm engaged, <laughs> but that is also for a reason. So that's a visual reference. She just has a huge photo of her engagement taped to the mirror behind us. And I love love and I love these two, so it's fine, but I'm like, oh, it's that's It's either that or just a white piece of paper. And like, mm. that felt a little weird. I'm comfortable around whiteboards, just for the record. <laughs> well, like, I felt like a, a picture would blend in a little, I don't know, whatever. So what are um, your stipulations? Stipulations. I need to know what the decor looks like. Mm. Because I am fine with any level of decor, but if it's like, if it's framed nicely, if it's like all the Futurama stuff or like anime stuff or whatever, and it's framed and presented as if it's like a collector's thing or something that's like treasured, or if it's taped to the wall. Right. Because those are two very different vibes. Um, I'm assuming the insects are framed. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they were just needles just into, the wall, into the wall? Like some poor live beetle is being held and she runs it through its heart. <laughs> Right into the wall. Like Coraline style. <laughs> yeah. I think we're both imagining like some antique frames. Yes, I would think it would be like framed insects. Yes. Which is creepy, especially if you have like the insect phobia, but it's also an art form. Right. And not an unheard of one. Yes. Neither one of us went like, wait, what? With yeah. like framed insects. That's like a thing. Like you can, you can pay hundreds of dollars for that stuff. It's like right. a common collector's thing. I think it's like, I'm more like questioning what the like status of like the anime or animated stuff that she has right. is. If it's like taped like a Playboy magazine poster on the wall. And oh, like, you saw Pulp Fiction too, huh? Cool, okay. <laughs> like that, or if it's like framed and presented nicely. Um, because either way, like I get the boyfriend's perspective, like appearances are everything and it's his job. Right. right? It's his, his group of people. He knows them best. Like ultimately if Casey were like, hey, I don't think my coworkers are going to like this thing that we have hung up. Right. Would you mind taking it down? Whatever. Like, that I can kind of understand, but him telling her that, like, these are childish mm. and not something that an adult woman should have, even though, theoretically, he loves her for it, right. seems very, like, two-faced, kind of. And also, judging that your entire work, like, co colleague group is not going to like it based off of that one person right. that didn't like it, where, where that person might have, like, arachnophobia or something like that. Mm. The goblin shark... That one's a little weird. Um, but also, I'm all for that kind of, like, off, like offbeat kind of, yes. like, humor. Like, right. I can get it. I don't know. Yeah, like... Also, the mom asking if she's autistic. And the guy freely sharing that in the Reddit post, asshole, too. Asshole, asshole. So until that last sentence, yeah. you're like, oh, like, this is a pretty reasonable guy. Yeah. And also, for the record, there is nothing wrong with being neuroatypical or anything yes. like that. But to be like, oh, this one feature about you that I wish I could change, I can't change. Maybe it's because of this thing. Maybe it's because you're autistic. Right. Is It feels like an, you did all the math and yet you still somehow came to yeah. like the wrong conclusion about yeah. things. Um, yeah, I... I think I'm biased because for years I have been on the lookout for a like eccentric picture of Dolly Parton 
<laughs> to hang in my bathroom. Like I just I want share in my bathroom. Yeah, I just want like a couple of candles and like Dolly Parton leaving a nightclub in like 1979. I love that. That's what I right. You can see it in your mind's vibe. eye, yeah. right? Yeah. So hard to find. <laughs> and so like I, I I'm on the search for that, right? I'm by no means an antiquer. My, yeah. You've seen my place before. It is very much yeah. like minimalist yes, postmodern 100%. kind of stuff. Um I have like a couple pieces that I think are really fun, but yeah, it's like a couple of pieces. I'm a maximalist, in case you can't tell <laughs> by the fact that the wall behind us is completely covered. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gorgeous, and we get lots of we get lots of comments about how cool your place is. Like forever, however, whoever thinks I'm funny would think of me differently if they saw a lot of my walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's well decorated. Thank you. That's actually yeah. maybe one of my biggest like sources of like. I like my hands. Anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, it's like, it sounds like he does really appreciate how quirky she is. Mm-hmm. And I think seems fine living in a house that's that quirky. Yeah. Right? But doesn't believe that the house matches the, like, professional presentation he wants. And here's the thing. I have hosted people at my house who the day before I have spent 12 hours in my yard because I refuse to let people see how, like, badly (laughs) overgrown it is. I almost bought a new mower once to make sure that it would be mowed properly. But none of my friends have yards. They don't know, and they don't care. So I get the, like, I want to present myself in a certain way. Even And I don't even think he's saying this is my authentic self. I yeah. think he's like, I want to come across this way. So I like get a cleaning your place before. Correct. Yes, yes, 100%. Yeah. But also at the same time, like how many rooms does this apartment have? Like how many rooms are you using? Like, is, is True. It, is you it her office? You could just keep them out of the room with the insects. Right. And also it could be, it depends on maybe what her thoughts on her decor is right because there's yeah. plenty of people who are like oh don't you like my like my decor isn't it so fun that yeah. if you were like hi everyone like welcome i just says a heads up we're saying at my girlfriend's place which is not mine she's like far more artistic yes. than i am and so we're gonna have a fun competition as to who can find like the most random or like yeah. out of place thing and like if you can take a picture of it we'll like figure out who the yeah. winner is and then you can turn this thing that you like maybe feel a little weird into into, into like a game yeah. right and, and and like it's it all goes back to that book, The Art of Gathering, mm-hmm. which is like when people come together, they want to be led. When when people mm. come together in a social situation, they want something dictated to them. Yeah. Like I think of your birthday. Maya had this great birthday <laughs> where she went off to a thrift store and got a bunch of just like random thrift items. Yeah. And when you showed up, you pulled a number and that bag of items, that was your costume. <laughs> And so a lot of us are wearing, like, muted whites and blacks going to this party so we could wear whatever. And uh, obviously there was more logistic details. Message us on Instagram for the whole procedure. (laughs) But it was, like, so fun to go to. I was a barista who also had, like, a tie on (laughs) and my shirt did not have a collar. Like, people want to revel in an yeah. experience like that. And it brings people together, too, because everyone's right. like, wow, we're a little uncomfortable in this new way. Right. Yeah. But maybe it's also easy for us to say this kind of stuff because yeah. we're at least one degree removed. Yeah, right? that's true. Like, if I had to... If, I'm also not a finance bro. So. Right. If I was bringing my principal over and my career depended on how well I pulled off a bit, like, I could also <laughs> see that being nerve-wracking. Yeah. I think he's doing an okay job holding space between, like... 
I care about this person and I like these elements of themselves and that's not how I want to present myself. Yeah. And I feel like maybe the communication there was wrong. Yeah, I can like see where he's coming from for sure because right. work and personal life, there is a line that sometimes you like cannot cross however much you love right. either side of that. But like... I, really, the the comment about his mom saying that she might yes. be autistic is really what got me. Just, like, sends it into the opposite direction, direction completely. Like, yeah, it's like you can't just... You can, like, have space for that. And I think maybe he probably could have delivered it to her better, being like, we usually... Or, like, we try and keep it... I don't know. Like, I don't want the pressure to be on you to, like, represent who I am or something right. like that. But, like obviously it's like a hard situation but there are better ways to do it and then throwing it back to like well my mom thought you might be autistic right is like and i've been thinking too as to like why that comment upset me so much when i read it yeah because again like there is nothing wrong with being neuroatypical and i think part of it is that his mom saw the place and instead of being like oh i accept this person for the way that it is it is i hate this so much that there there has to be some reason and then i can only accept it if there is some reason it just feels Mm, so like it feels intentionally dismissive of who this person is Is like she can't just like these things because and up until that sentence i think at least from a queer perspective like Certainly much less than maybe people who are older than me, mm-hmm. but I've definitely had moments where if I'm seeing someone yeah. um, that like all of their gender pronouns get dropped in the story that I tell of them. Right. right yeah, Instead yeah. of being like, oh, he was sick. I'm like, oh, they were sick. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. like my partner was like busy this weekend or like, oh, I'm going to this wedding with like uh, the person that I'm seeing. Yeah. And like the intentionality of like professionally, I need to be more A than B, but mm-hmm. I love who you are and it's not a shame thing. Yeah. It's just... I don't have control over every institution yeah. that I'm a part of. Yeah. But a complicated story. And I... Very complicated. I vibe with all of the decor that they describe. Yeah. A wall full of strange beetles. Yeah. That's exactly what I want to see. I've seen enough dead butterflies. Yeah. I don't want to live with it, to be fair. But mm. I would love to see it. And I would also love her to, like, explain it to me. Right. And, like hear about like what she's passionate about i would understand maybe if the boyfriend was like hey can we take down the picture of the goblin shark (laughs) because i can't unsee that can we either take it down or frame it in a way that demands to be seen (laughs) because the stumble upon it that's not what she wants that's creepy (laughs) that's weird i didn't like it i also just don't like the deep sea i would love it too if you like framed it proudly over the mantle and you're like y'all have heard of those like adopt a things <laughs> this is our goblin shark. They're endangered. No. And we we give money to like Goblin Shark International. How weird um, would it be if she framed it right over the toilet so you have to put your back to it? <laughs> like, is there a way the where we could get the reflection of the water in the toilet to be the, <laughs> the goblin, goblin shark? Hang it on the ceiling. Do you know do you know who's right for this challenge? His girlfriend. <laughs> His girlfriend is creative enough to think out. about it. Yes. Because I think too, like, it's, 
it can, it's so scary to like be like, hey, here's the weird thing. Like I told you the Netflix show yeah. that I am binging over and over again yeah. right now. And it's like one of the most popular shows on Netflix. And when I told you, I was like, we are not saying this on air. Like I am not proud of what I have continually rewatched. So to see someone who's like, these are my interests, see. Everyone looks. Exactly. Like that's so cool yeah, and interesting. Cool. And I want to know about it. And I want to just, I want to mm. be places and I want to see something and I want to think of you instantly. Yeah. Like he has a treasure of a person mm-hmm. on his hands and so I get why the girlfriend's like like this is me like, this, like the, the expression of herself and herself are not two different things it's uh, the yeah. same thing speaking of which well mm. I was in Iceland <laughs> <laughs> oh good I'm sorry I forgot were, were you in Europe recently Iceland actually <laughs> which is in Europe isn't specifically it? Iceland I think so. I think atlantically Iceland because of the ocean <laughs> Why am I so proud of that? <laughs> Go ahead. I can listen. <laughs> that was so stupid. It was also so quick. You were, it was really quick. So... I didn't really understand what was happening. Until you replayed the tape in your own brain. Until I, yeah, I knew you, I was disappointed. And you remember you said specifically? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> so in Iceland, we did we were like on a trip with like this group of people, right? One of the people in this group, his name was David. We all called him Dave. He's from mm. Nova Scotia. He's like, I want to say in his like 60s, 70s, maybe. He was one of the older people in the group. Um, but him and Casey got along so well. Shrek so Because he was one of like only two people in the entire trip that was traveling solo. And he said he hadn't been on a vacation in 15 years because he runs his own company. Oh. Yeah. And so he was, he was just so stoked on everything. Anytime we went anywhere, he was like so excited about all the cool things that he was seeing and like all the like cool like rock formations and glaciers and all this stuff. And he was not ashamed to like express how mm. magnificent he thought everything was and how he wanted to come back and see the different seasons and see everything. And uh, one of the second to last day, we went into this canyon and we completely lost Dave. And usually we would lose him. He was like a little <laughs> bit farther behind or a little bit ahead because he was just so excited. Sure. And so we completely lost him. He was like, we knew he, we would find him again also because it was like a, a one way in, one way out, you sure. know, kind of thing. And Until he was just not. looking at rocks. <laughs> okay. Um, and he also had GPS and it was fine. And like the phone, there was phone service and everything. But we went all the way in. There was this really cool waterfall at the, at the end, but we hadn't seen Dave since like the river crossing. Okay. basically and we came back out and we all we were drinking beer or whatever dave dave was with us and casey came up to me as we were like getting on the bus and he was like dave wanted me to give you this rock <laughs> he gave me this rock and dave was like he's like yeah that it just like reminded me of you and like i thanked him for the rock later and he was like shocked that i liked the rock he was shocked that I like kept the rock and I was like, yes, I love rocks. He was like, see, I had that sense from you and like, I thought you might like it. It's not a boulder. <laughs> it's it's a, rock. a rock. That's so, so precious. I know. <sighs> it's like, wow. It's like. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
I saw this. We don't need to talk about what I was looking at on TikTok last night. <laughs> it's fine. I really, there's just like a lot going. I am good though. But uh, I saw this TikTok and it was like, hey, you want to know the only reason why your friends like you? It's because like two minutes in your presence like recharges them and brings them so much joy. And I was like, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> we go back to broski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they're like scrolling up real quick, liked it, and then scrolling away again. Yes. I was like, when it's bright out, we can like kind of revisit it. It's that kind of stuff that gets you so hard, though. Oh my God. I feel that. Like the, when you landed, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I just like, Missed you. Like, it's great that you're back. I don't... <laughs> you want to know what my response was? I'll tell you that I missed you once I recovered from not being in Iceland. <laughs> you're like, I have three business things to put on your radar and then do not talk to me for 24 hours. I slept for 26 of the, 36, of the first 36 hours I was back. I counted this morning. And now great. you're reset. And, and now I'm good. reset. And I have this rock from Dave. And I have another rock that has a little bit of moss on it. You know, pretty soon here, we're going to go to Europe together, and that'll be really fun to do that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited. Um, we're going to have so like many an stories. As an expression of my like appreciation for Maya, <laughs> I texted her today, and I was like, hey, have you ever been to Paris? And then you had to be like, hey, sorry, I, I was almost mean because I thought you were joking. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Paris. Remember that time I spent a week in Paris with Tyler? And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And dear listener, dear listener, and this isn't news to Maya, share this then later on in the thread. I had asked Maya if she had ever been to Paris. I had, I have been to Paris. I'm fortunate, you know, as, like I said, public school teacher pay is better than you think. Again, not great, <laughs> but, but it's better than you think. I've had a chance to go to Paris, and it was it was nice. It was, it was cool, nice, yeah. and in my mind, I was like, if Maya hasn't gone, she like, should go. I, she should go, and I would happily go again with her. I'm not like too good for it, so like, let's just make sure. Like, if she hasn't gone, I'm like, let's go. And she's like, duh, you dumbass. <laughs> I like had a thing written out. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I was like, what? I don't think you would be asking me this. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't actually mean oh it. shit! Is he sincere? Oh, hold on! I gotta, hold on. I gotta redraft. Select all delete. <laughs> do you know what my happiest place on earth is? This right here. <laughs> what are you right. gonna do about that? <laughs> Immediately cuts it. Okay. You can see the cord well, come out. Um, hold on. Do we have any announcements? Our. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna do another Am I the Asshole on our mm. Patreon, so go on over there Tune if you're that. excited for that. And then um, follow us on social media while I laughed. If you have any suggestions, you can email us or message us. Yes. Uh, our email is pod at gmail.com. And when are, if this gets published before we leave for that trip, right? Yes. Do we wanna tease out the thing that we're doing yes. on Discord? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you want to do it? Yeah, so okay. we have another option on our Patreon that is Discord access only, and it's $2 cheaper a month. <laughs> $3 in total a month. Big saver. <laughs> um, so if you want to, when Grant and I are in Europe, we are going to be visiting the one and only Tyler Pritchard. <laughs> Assuming he's not, like, jailed or something that <laughs> like you never really know. dead. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, and well, if you, we're going to do uh, an episode correct. or something with him, and if you have any questions 
or comments you would like us to ask or relate to him, we'll be fielding those in our Discord. I also want to just go ahead and open that up. If there's any insults you want us to mm, deliver, my and I are one. seasoned pros in I that department, too. I might pay you too. if you come up with a good insult. Right now, we just need to figure out how to make sure people in France can't hear this part of the episode, <laughs> so it's a surprise. But if you would like to, through us, talk to Tyler... Yeah. Feel free to uh, Hit us up join on our Discord. Discord. <laughs> yeah, or just sign up for the Patreon and you also get access to the Discord. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for joining us. We have thoroughly enjoyed this. And yes. take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, we're back. Hey, sorry. <laughs> this is why we check show notes. We also didn't announce what the theme is for next week. So, Grant? And it's mine, so I'm like really excited yeah. about it. Um, the theme for the next three episodes is... A silly little treat. Okay, bye! <laughs>